Levels, levels. Levels, levels. <laughs> so ChatGPT wrote our cold open this week. I've kind of messed around with this because we've been talking about ChatGPT and, and AI and Sarah's been providing our logos, some of them better than others. So I figured I'd, I'd give this a shot. You good with that? Can't be any worse than some of the cold opens we write. By the way, I've got a follow-up on board Yacht Ape Club. I want to talk. No, just kidding. Yeah, let's give this one a shot. <laughs> okay, second option. Welcome to our conversational podcast, where we explore a wide range of topics and share our thoughts, opinions, and experiences. I'm your host name. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, I'm your host, Dwayne Johnson. I'm joined by my co-host, Todd Prenz. In each episode, we dive deep into a specific topic. We invite guests to join us for a lively and informative discussion. We believe that the best way to learn and grow is by exchanging ideas and perspectives, so we always encourage our guests to share their unique insights and experiences. Our podcast is not just about delivering information. It's also about creating a space for open dialogue and meaningful conversations. We want to challenge your assumptions, broaden your horizons, and help you see the world from different angles. So whether you're tuning in during your morning commute or relaxing at home, we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Sorry, sit back, grab your favorite <laughs> beverage, and join us for some thought-provoking conversation. Wow. You know, I thought you kind of oversold it with your state of the pod, the state of yes. the pod open we did. Yeah. This is setting the bar pretty, pretty high. I don't know. What did you think? Oh, I I, I want to listen to that podcast. How do we get to that podcast? <laughs> I I don't I don't want to record this podcast. I want to listen to that podcast. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince. I guess I already said that. Where failure is always an option. Definitely did not say that. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, we're in the middle of a winter storm here, so we're hunkered down. It's it's like 40 degrees, uh, and it's a little windy, um, so I got some leaves on my back yard. Ooh, big winter storm. I, it's, it's affecting the whole country. We're all sharing in the same, I, you know, we're, we're all sharing in the same pain. It's the same storm. So yes. oh, it's uh, I, terrible. I feel hard, like I, I, I feel for all of us that are suffering under this winter weather. Did you put your parka on to go out and walk the dogs? No, I, but I couldn't put my sandals on. I had to put shoes on to take them out. So, you know, you know, we're all suffering in different ways. We'd planned to do this tomorrow night because I was supposed to ref tonight, which got canceled. But apparently the all the roads are now pink and I don't know what that means, all, but it all sounds of, like it's not good. <laughs> the roads I'm looking at Iowa 511, the road report, and it went green to pink in 10 minutes. Boom. I'm like, 
Whoa, okay. Odds are we are not going to Denison, so. <laughs> the odds are pretty low that we're not going to Denison. And if we go to Denison, the odds are even lower that we're going to come back from Denison. <laughs> yes, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think we pro well, at, at one point this afternoon, I'm like, I think we can probably make it to Denison. It's the, it's the home ride that might not be quite so fun. I'm not sure we could have made it. It was a hundred percent snow and ice covered. I haven't checked it lately, but I'm betting travel is not advised. <laughs> You know what you really needed right there was you needed a referee. Hey, ref, what was that? No traveling. No. <laughs> yep. That's what it would have been. Nice. Got nice. that one out of the way early. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I've got nothing under tech corner, so we can mark that one off. Yeah. Oh, let's go right to follow up feedback and updates. Okay. Yes. Amy suggested, well, a, she had like, three and a half weeks of feedback to provide. So I have a list. Okay. One of them was that she thought we should. Oh, this is going to get me in trouble because I'm going to send you. Okay. So click on that link. Okay. And that gives you a bingo card generator for talking to Todd. <laughs> Amy thought that we should have talking to Todd Bingo and distribute cards to all the toddlers. Wow. Look at that. There's. Yep. We say that. Yep. We say that. I do like the free space in the middle that everybody gets. Thanks, Eli. You know what that, you know, I was going to say, you know how many, you know how many spaces that shouldn't just be one space. It should really be two. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yep. We got to that joke at the exact same time. <laughs> working through, working through. Oh, I got it. Oh, I got I that one. Yep, see no, the path that. I see where that's going. Yep. Yep. Paul, Paul, the host had it. We didn't. What? What? what, what we didn't have that. Uh, one of the boxes. It's what we're watching. Not what we're enjoying or what we recommend. Somebody tells an I will fall story. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Todd answers a question in more than 50 words. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> let, let me please explain to you in excruciating detail why that's not funny. Okay, now, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you also notice uh, Dwayne breaks a rule. I saw that. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know what? We, we, we should probably figure this out. Yeah, we should, we should come up with something to, we, we should leverage this. Yes. Okay. You know, I can, I, I, I suppose I could post them on Facebook and people could download them, print them out. You know what? Maybe, maybe we, uh, maybe we do something, maybe we do something with a topic a little later in this. We'll okay. figure, I think, okay. I think we, we can come up with something here. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, toddler number one suggested that we do talking to Todd bingo because well, and this stemmed from the comment was thanks Eli. And I, I think I said, wouldn't be a show without that. 
And she says, you really need talking to Todd Bingo. That's what you need. That's <laughs> okay. So that's where that came from. Back to episode 153. Were his keychains stolen? No, they weren't stolen. I don't think they're that valuable. That's the beauty if you're the USPS. Like, I just assume sheer incompetence. <laughs> they could have still, they could have been, somebody could have gone, yeah, got to get some of these. Oh, look what I got. But well, there's something in here. I probably ought to find out what the crap. Just, just committed two federal felonies for no good reason. Ha ha, joke's on you. <laughs> Episode 154, she enjoyed Jesse's parking spot bit uh, about how old I am. Uh, we're going to get some mileage out of that one, she says. And I suspect continued mileage. <laughs> also, while we are not getting paid to cover Brett Favre, Yes. We're not getting sued either. Yet. <laughs> True. Yes. Yep. Uh, we we popped up the 2049 logo. Yes. She looks at it. Hmm. Still no G. Lisa's going to be pissed about that. <laughs> In the future, everything is better except the name. Also, there's only one of you on there. Who 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 didn't make it? <laughs> well, given the opening, it's entirely possible that that is just chat GPT and neither of us made it. <laughs> and and lastly, you know, maybe if you disclosed your location, the post office could find you. Good point. I hadn't considered that. Just throwing that out there. Previous, previous, uh, previous addresses have proven that not to be true, but you know, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) oh, yep. Uh, so, so that's all I, that, that's, that was lots of feedback from Amy had a month's worth there kind of stored up anything from Lisa. She had some feedback, but it's in corrections, not feedback. So I have, oh yeah. Amy had some there too. Yep. What else we got? Yep. What else we got? Let's see. Sherry provided some thoughts. Yes. Mostly we make her head hurt. Yes. Particularly in training corner. <laughs> she is glad that whole success. It's her favorite phrase and is glad that it's made it into the talking to Todd lexicon. She's glad she could save you from a porta potty disaster. Yes. We can talk about more crappy tips anytime. Pizza and Pepsi is a no. That is not a training regimen. By, by I mean, the way, go ahead. By the way, Greg is also in training. I was going to say, yeah, he's, he's doing that as well. Yeah. I mean, it is, let me put it this way. It is a training regimen. Now, what you're training for, I don't know, but it is, it is a training regimen, but not Sherry approved. No, no. Well, and the other thing that's not Sherry approved, more visual jokes on an audio medium. And so, uh, she's withholding her sponsorship this week. That's fair. Yeah. Can't, can't really argue on that one. No, no. 
No, and I already did a visual joke, so uh, I guess we're not seeing any money this week either. Sarah, Sarah Judson Brown is gradually adding things back into her diet. I, I think she's probably too busy eating all things wheat to comment this week. So, hi, Sarah. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> all things wheat sounds like an NPR show from Kansas. <laughs> Yep. That's yep, that's exactly what it sounds like. Yep. Let's see. Oh, you ran into Yvonne? Yes. So Robert, we were over at Don Yvonne's house uh, a couple days ago. She had some feedback. They have a they have a uh they have a dog similar to Eddie, the the you know golden, golden doodle. doodle. They have a golden doodle who is mm -hmm two now still plenty of energy by the way his name is wrigley because don's favorite team is the cubs so so wrigley's over there and so Ivanka takes wrigley out and for some significant walks every day and um she made it through all she made it through all of her podcasts and then was like what else can i listen to oh i've got the, i've got talking to todd back catalog so she wanted to let me know that for her it's not talking to todd it's walk into Todd for her and Wrigley still still no G no yeah there's that's got dropped off she thought your slough house for SpaceX was brilliant and a nice callback to the show thank you and we had I, we'd taken something over of ours that we're loaning them and I was I was going to show them the steps of how to use it and as I got to like step two she said are there 46 steps in this <laughs> And, Typically, <laughs> and and Don, who had not listened to that episode, goes, "What? Why would you think that?" And she goes, "It's it's in the show. You just you'd have to. It's you gotta you gotta be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm assuming that uh, Yvonne will be listening to this uh, with Wrigley uh, out walking. Uh, so, good morning and uh, enjoy the walk. Hopefully, it's warmer right now. Bundle up. Yes. <sighs> oh. Oh boy. Uh see what's next up. Yep. Um actually So I said last week that 6 was the best new thing we'd seen in 15 years. You did. I did. And and Amy, I didn't call you on it at the time. No. I just I kind of went this. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah. And, and we're in the truck. Amy, really? 15 years. Have you heard of Hamilton? <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. And then I started looking back at all of the new things that have been released in the last 15 years. I would also include Book of Mormon. Yep. <clears throat> which I also liked better than six. I liked six a lot. Yes. I thought it was very good. But yes. it's definitely not the best thing in the last 15 years. That conversation happened in our household too. Luckily, it wasn't directed at me specifically. I believe the comment, and by the way, Lisa thinks six is is a 
very good, very entertaining. The stuff that you said, it's 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 very entertaining. It's done a different like. This is not taking anything away. And her comment was, "That's his favorite thing in the last fifteen years. If he doesn't rethink that, I don't think I can listen to him on theater recommendations from now on." You know, there was Hamilton. <laughs> yes, yes, I I have I one hundred percent own this. And, yes. And Book of Mormon. <laughs> yes, I yeah. um, mm-hmm. actually. I absolutely own this one. I apologize profusely. I don't know what I was thinking. So, unfortunately, there was another conversation in our household that was directed at me. Okay. Yeah. So you weren't the only person that got that. So not a clean show. Not a clean show. <clears throat> Actual line to me. Southern London. Southern London, Southern London, threw her hands up in the air and turned away and walked away. It's South London. (laughs) Nobody from London would refer to it as Southern London. That would be like saying you live in Western Des Moines. No, it's West Des Moines. (laughs) Southern London. And she pointed out, you didn't say it once. You didn't say, you kept saying it. It wasn't a slip of the tongue. Um, actually. Yep. Got it. Yep. 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 Drove that one right into the ground real bad. (laughs) We sit corrected. Here we are. Yes. Yep. Uh, How about. Now that we have dug ourselves out of that, hopefully, follow up. Oh yes, you had. What did you, what did you have? Well, you remember how was it last week we talked about Wagatha Christie? Yes. And then we just got done. Okay, so this would not be the best new theater production in the last fifteen years. Okay. Had you have you heard about this? No. Varda V. Rooney was on London's West End stage. They brought the trial to life by reading court transcripts. Woof. I wow. Nothing says nothing says exciting like court transcripts. Yeah, just thought I'd just thought I, I would share that because we, we spend a lot of time talking about theater. And so this this hit my yes. If if you're looking for something to do, keep looking. I thought when you read this, I thought that there was an announcement that the replacement with with uh, Kelly. Now that Ryan Seacrest is stopping uh, stepping down, I thought uh, I thought the two wives were going to be his replacement. <laughs> I misread that. That is. Well, that's it, probably not any that that's not any better than actually just reading the transcripts. I think it's going to take two people to replace Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I I will say though, you know what? I mean, that might be very that might be a very interesting to show to watch on the western end. <laughs> <laughs> Seems about right. <sighs> Stay tuned for next week's follow up <laughs> slash corrections. <laughs> How about you? 
at one point I was talking when when we were in England, we were talking about all the rail strikes and how everybody was on strike and there was all just yes. Quick quick follow up between rail strikes and and English football including Crystal Palace. The Crystal the Brighton Crystal Palace match that was scheduled for March 16th has now been brought forward a day and will now be played on Wednesday, March 15th because there are rail strikes scheduled now for the 16th and fans from London, both the Southern London, uh, which is where they're based and the Northern London couldn't make it down to Brighton. So they, they moved the game by one day. Now it's like, Oh, okay, well yeah, more rail strikes. Here's the funny thing. This game was originally supposed to take place in September and had to be moved to March because of Rail strikes? Rail strikes. <laughs> the, the rail unions don't want to see this match. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> also, the other bit of follow-up I had uh, that also is adjacent to English soccer. We have talked about um, interesting... We have mostly stuck to the United States. We talked about stadium naming rights and stadium... the The, the companies that sponsor stadiums. So there was a new one in the UK that was just announced that is causing some snickers and it's causing announcers to realize that starting July 1st, they're going to have to work on their enunciation. So Bolton, you know, Bolton, they have a new, they have a new sponsor for their stadium. It's a local company. They make a building wrap that goes around sort of the outside before you put all the cladding on. The name of it? Tough Sheet. So it will be Tough Sheet Stadium. With a team that's not doing well, (laughs) the headlines basically start writing themselves on July 1st. And every announcer is going to want to. They're going to want to. Yeah. But they can't. Yeah, they are. They can't. Wow, Smith really should have gotten a penalty on that. Was really looking for a yellow card there. Huh? Tough sheet. <laughs> yep. Is a sponsor <laughs> of our stadium. <laughs> Guess that's what you get here at Tough Sheet Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just imagining all the announcers right before the light comes on. Tough sheet, tough sheet, tough sheet. <laughs> Tough sheet. <clears throat> anyway, there you go. From, yeah. So uh, speaking of stadiums, the XF the XFL kicked off this last weekend. Apparently. Did they and kick off or did they scrum it? I don't, anyway, whatever. I don't. There's all these new rules, which actually. actually yeah. Actually, their kickoff is kind of brilliant. They figured out how to do kickoffs much, much more. I think they say the, the kickoffs are, are incredibly much safer than they were before. Yeah. Have you seen their kickoff? Nobody can move, but the, the kicker starts where the kicker normally starts in the NFL, but the, the kickoff team and, and the receiving team are only five yards apart, but they're like, they start around the 25 or the 30. So you can't do an onside kick, but instead of, because what you don't want is two guys running 30 yards at each other, they're right. only five yards away. So you can actually have a return without Matt. Like 
Ah, oh, did the XFL do something right? Oh, don't do, don't uh. start. Please don't start doing this. I mean, are they getting stuff right? Better than the NFL? That's a low bar. That's a low bar, Buck. I mean, that's anyway. Sorry, well, please. And <laughs> and their onside kick version. There's no more onside kicks. Well, you can kick off if you choose to, but you can also choose to go for it on fourth and fifteen. Oh, you get one play to convert on fourth and fifteen, and if you convert, you keep the ball. Otherwise, you turn the ball over. So. You you figure you got a much better shot at converting on 4th and 15 than the 11 to 12% chance of recovering an onside kick. Especially if the refs from the Super Bowl are going to going to call any contact pass interference. <clears throat> Did I say that? What? What? Nope. Sorry. So speaking but back to where I started yes. with this. The XFL kicked off they have a team in Arlington, Texas. Do you know where the team in Arlington, Texas is playing? <clears throat> no. They are playing in Choctaw Stadium. And I went, what? Pardon me, what? <laughs> okay, which which minor league baseball part? God only knows what the hell this is. Choctaw Stadium, according to the source of all truth and knowledge, formerly Globe Life Park, formerly Rangers Ballpark, formerly AmeriQuest Field, formerly the ballpark in Arlington. Interesting note. Apparently, I have been in Choctaw Stadium and sat in the front row, (laughs) and I didn't even realize it. Yep. Wow. Yep. I actually um actually I too have been in Choctaw Stadium and sat in the top row. <laughs> <laughs> we we were down there for a Texas Recycling Conference, I think, or maybe a National Recycling Conference, back when it was the ballpark at Arlington, and it was blistering hot and we thought since we bought cheapo seats in the upper deck, well, let's just go all the way up to the top because that's where the air might actually be moving through and see if it's any cooler up there. Yeah. It wasn't. No, well, because you're closer to the sun, right? Please. So it's that's physics. As you go up, you're closer to the sun. That's how that know, works. I don't know how you didn't think of that. <laughs> no, I should have learned when we were at the top of Royal Stadium. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Anywho, uh, where else are we? Anything else? Do we catch all of that? I think we got, I think we're done there. Oh, we're on to the main topic. Oh, main topic of the, oh Lord. Main yes. topic of the night. Yes. I think, I think is, we can make, I, we can make an official announcement that this is breaking news. This, this stuff. Well, well, something's going to break. I can guarantee <laughs> you that. Travel plans were finalized earlier today and the, and talking to Todd Con to electric boogaloo is on for this summer hot damn speaking of hot damn that is also going to coincide with us riding on rag bride (laughs) (laughs) speaking of hot damn (laughs) yep that sounds about right so 
we've got some travel plans set the, the details of of the uh, of the con are still are still to be developed but uh they're they're i i believe at this point plane tickets have been purchased so we're showing up so so anyway i've got, I've got four months to clean the basement okay good deal <laughs> got it i'm on it uh the johnsonian is open for business oh hey you know what What's that? That's right. After a brief hiatus, it's back. It's time for America's favorite game. Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me. There was, there was on Fortune, uh, Fortune website, whatever had a had an article. Uh, this week that stated um, with some price drops, uh, Tesla model three cars are now lower. The there's a, they, the base model is priced lower than the average sales price of a new car in the United States for January. So Dwayne with that really big hint, can you tell me, in January, what the average sales price of a brand new, it's a gasoline fueled cars, which I'm assuming, I don't know. I'm assuming trucks are included in there because. And SUVs. And SUVs. I would say, I would assume non-commercial, let's put it this way, non-commercial vehicles. Okay. That's a fair caveat. Okay. <clears throat> Okay. I have no idea if that's what this number is, but that's what we're going to say. That's this what we're going is. with. Okay. So how much do you think the average sales price for non-commercial vehicles in the, in January of 2023 was in the United States? $47,385. You've, you've never been this close, so I, I don't know how to react. I, I know how to react. <laughs> what was the answer? <clears throat> Forty-seven thousand nine hundred and twenty, and I didn't go over. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> For the record, I tried this one out on Lisa earlier today. She yeah. hates the whole thing, but I figured I'd at least try it out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she came up with forty-seven thousand two hundred or forty-seven thousand three hundred. Like apparently, when when she guessed it. And almost nailed it. I should have used that as a sign to wave off and go around, Goose. <laughs> but instead, I thought, nah, I bet you she's just... Re-. And now you nailed it. This is it. Was I closer than she was? Do I win the Showcase Showdown? <sighs> I don't... Uh, I am unclear. I She was super close as well. So, I mean, you guys were within... Like, I think you guys, your guesses were within like $100 of each other. Oh, so, so we both win the Showcase Showdown. Oh, you get it all. Everybody gets hey, it all. Sure. Fantastic. Whatever. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to throw out, if you're going out and looking at buying a new car, the average price at nearly $48,000 seems high. That seems high. That's ouch. That is painful. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, on, on the bright side, the moment you drive it off the lot, it's worth 38. Yeah. It's worth a lot less. So, I mean, there is that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) 
All right. Two weeks from now, get something there's no way Dwayne can get. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Let's see. We Well, we already talked about Brett Favre during bingo, so we can't really do this week in Favre, which also means we can't talk about Aaron Rodgers. So oh, let's keep moving. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. I, I, be- I believe those are the rules that were that's, established for us. Yep. Okay. That sounds good. The Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. Yeah. This week, I'm going to I'm gonna bring to you the Major, major League Soccer. Hmm. MLS. Okay. Yes. For a specific reason. The season officially kicks off on Saturday, which is February 25th. Okay. Last Saturday, February 18th, there was a story in The Athletic that a number of coaches, including Phil Neville, who played at Manchester United in the English Premier League and is now the head coach of Inter Miami, which is co-owned by David Beckham, his teammate at United, Phil was a little unimpressed with Major League Soccer and pointed out that this is what this is one of the reasons why it isn't considered one of the top leagues in the world (laughs) and that we're not an elite league. And here's why. Seven days before the season kicked off, MLS had not announced to the teams what the playoff format was going to be. They had not announced how many teams were going to make the playoffs, whether those would be single single elimination games, a home and home series, a best of three. A week before the season started, MLS had not determined (laughs) what you're playing for. And the managers were a little annoyed saying, how are we supposed to prepare our teams if we don't know what it is that we are actually trying to do? Oh, you're trying to qualify for the playoffs. Will there be playoffs? Are you even having playoffs? How many teams? Does anybody get a buy? Is it important to get a first round buy? What are, are, what am I, what are we doing anyway mls must have heard that feedback and they they jumped into action and so on the 21st 4 days before the season kicked off they announced the entire oh by the way we're expanding the playoffs there's going to be more teams the single elimination uh games are now going to be best of 3 series a huge change to the entire playoff format announced 4 days before the season started. By the way, it's not the blame is MLS. The reason why they're doing all of this is because Apple TV Plus and Apple TV on Apple TV. Check your bingo cards. <laughs> oh, we haven't sent them out yet. They're paying MLS $250 million a year for the next 10 years. And they basically get to tell MLS when to schedule games. Oh, they, they told the MLS, by the way, we're playing in these two time slots and in this, and these are the only slots that you get. They, they get to, they dictated that. And they basically, I believe they dictated the MLS that they wanted more teams, more matches because that increased the inventory, but they've already paid the fee. 
So with more playoff games, they don't have to pay more money. Anyway, so um, Apple kind of came in and Big jacked it all it? up. Yes, yeah. they did. But Apple doesn't appear anywhere in the in the in the in the press release, except for pointing out that all of these matches can be watched on Apple TV Plus, on Apple TV, on Apple TV. So, anyway, um, at least they knew that they got this out before the season started. That'd have been awesome if we would have made it to like June or July, and people are like, "Here's the standings," and then like you draw the line in the standings, like who's who's you know if if the season ended today, first of all, everybody'd be surprised, and season ticket holders would be pissed. But if it ended today, these five teams would make the playoffs and people would be like, if season ended today, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, are we in? Are we out? I don't know. We're third. Is that good? Is that bad? I don't. Hell, even the XFL had this decided before the season started. Yeah. <clears throat> 43 games. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that's. That's how made. That's how "quote unquote" Major League Soccer in the United States is run. What about you? What do you have? Well, I I brought three, but one of them we've kind of already covered. So, okay. Number one, what time is the midnight buffet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Item two, new XFL rules. All right. And item three, Houston. I think you had me at what time is the midnight buffet? So, this story hit my feed from a professor. Let's see if it says where, what, what school this is at. It doesn't. Anywho, headline is Professor Sparks Debate After Refusing to Accept an Assignment with a Midnight Deadline at 11.46 p.m. A student had an assignment that was due on February 1st at midnight, turned in the assignment at 11.46 p.m., and the professor docked them, even though it was submitted 13 minutes before the posted due date. However, the professor responds, you must understand that it was handed in on a last-minute basis, which is the reason you received a late penalty. As a result... I will not be removing the late penalty deduction, and I would advise that you submit your work no less than an hour before the due date going forward. I, you know what? I didn't realize that Tom Coughlin was now teaching um, college classes. I wondered what had happened to him. <laughs> if you're not an hour early, you're late. Dude. Uh, and the internet had a field day? <laughs> yeah. I... I'm, I, I just, college professors have wide latitude to do all sorts of stuff. However, if you, you are, generally speaking, you have to put everything in the syllabus that you are going to grade on. And if you announce a time and then have a different time, that's going to go poorly. I mean, it is going to take six years to go through the faculty's uh, Senate to figure out, but you're eventually, you're going to get the 10 <laughs> points. Yeah. You wow. may have graduated three years ago before you get a resolution, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Good work there. 
doctor. <laughs> yep. Yep. Thought you might enjoy that. Yep. My idiot of the week, local college professor. Can't tell time. No, 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 no. Oh, no. He no. clearly well, could no. tell he time. He clearly can tell time. He just wants to mess with you. <laughs> the, the battles are so large because the stakes are so small. Did you watch anything good this week? We, let's see, Picard season three came back. And so we watched, watched the first episode of that. Yep. Mind you, we did not watch Picard season two. We just, we watched season one and then we never, we never watched season two when it was on. And then we saw it was, it was going to be coming out. And Lisa's like, oh, you know what? We should watch season two to get ready for season three. And then, and then this is the conversation. Hey, let's watch, uh, let's watch Picard tonight. And I'm like, season two, episode one. Now let's just go to three. But we didn't see season. Yeah, I read it's fine. It's standalone thing. It, whatever, just, we're going to watch three. So anyway, we're watching season three. It's good. I mean, it was, you know, yeah. Was, I yeah, liked episode good. one. I thought it yeah. was pretty good. Lots yep. of, lots of fan service. Yeah. On the flip side. Um, oh, just flipping these around. You pointed out that Clarkson farm Clarkson's farm is back for season two. Season two. Thanks. Eli. And uh, so we we're we're slowly watching through that, going through that. We, we kind of like it's, it, we, we set up our own, like we'll watch one episode of that one episode of will trent or what like we we set up our own primetime viewing schedule so we're slowly working our way through that's that's funny and i i keep the thing that as as much as as jeremy can be incredibly problematic in more ways than we have time to talk about the fact that he is again, I watch this and I just keep thinking the fact that he is smart enough to understand that he has to be the idiot in the show or this show doesn't work. Like if he's not the idiot and the stupidest person on the screen at any given time, this show falls apart. And for as big of an ego as he has to understand that's the show and continue to do that is like, well, the guys, the guys got something. Yeah. Yeah. How far, how far in are you guys? Three or four. I you think haven't gotten to, you haven't gotten to thumb chips yet. No, okay. no, we you'll have not. Know. Oh, you'll yeah. know. Okay. The part, the part we got to was, uh, I think the last episode we watched was him going and they couldn't record it, but him going to the town and everybody blasting him and then him trying to get the, the shop. Um, and I know that there's more about that. I, I watched that though. And I thought, cause pe- they interviewed people afterwards. Well, you know, it was good. He, he listened to us and you know, whatever. And at the, at the beginning people were sort of blasting him and then he was trying to explain. And I was sitting here thinking again, I've watched a lot of Jeremy Clarkson again, just there's a lot of problematic stuff. On the other hand, I just was thinking he is the smartest guy in that room. <laughs> Quite possibly. He he knows what to say. <laughs> like, and actually the fact that the cameras weren't in the room probably made his job easier because then he could say what needs to be said without having to look like he was caving. So yeah. anyway, those on the positive side, 
we do have some negative things to report. Uh, we didn't watch Rue last week. This may be the first episode of the main Rue series that Lisa has skipped ever. Uh, Lala Parusa. The yeah the the lip all the lip smackdown. Yep. Yes, yes. She read she read some of the stuff ahead of time. What she tries not to do, she goes, hey, "We don't even know watch this. This is this isn't this isn't even an episode. Just I mean, this is filler. They they're not even trying now." So we skipped that. We actually watched. What the heck did we watch? Bianca hosts it on YouTube. Anyway, we we watched the recap that she did with with uh, Candy Muse. That was like thirty five minutes long. So we basically oh. watched almost a, a we watched a thirty five minute recap of a forty two minute show. And for what I, I'm just going to tell you this: the recap was great. Like they were great. So I would just watch that, and you don't even have to watch the show. So Good. yeah, because I didn't. I watched the first fifteen minutes and fell asleep, true to form. <laughs> so yeah. maybe I should go watch the recap because it yeah. doesn't sound like I need to go watch the rest of the show. No. Okay. And then. There's a new show. Apple TV Plus is starting to crank out all sorts of. Um, there's a lot of shows coming out. There's one called Hello Tomorrow. Okay. Starring Billy Crudup, who's uh, also the executive producer. Basically, it's set like in the 19. It looks like it's the 1950s or 60s. However, we've got technology. So it's like it's like the if the Jetsons technology actually was in the late 1950s America. So they have like, kind of like, think of a a big 1950s vehicle, but it's kind of like the land speeder in in Star Wars. Oh. And and they've got like, they have robots like the Jetsons to do bartending and take care of your stuff. And we've already made it to the moon. And there are, rocket launches to the moon, people living on the moon, like, and his job is to basically sell people on affordable living on the moon. Think, think of an, a nicer version of Glengarry Glenn Ross kind of scheme. Okay. We watched the first episode. I was like, oh, it's an interesting story. And they they did enough in the beginning to set up the world and set up the characters. And then right at the end, you're like, oh, not everything that we've seen this episode is is the way we have been told. Like they started to unpeel a few things. We get to the end of it and I'm like, eh, okay, right? it's 35 minutes. Lisa's comment. Did you like that? That oh, was boring. So split vote in the house <laughs> for what it is. It's interesting. I'll probably watch a couple more episodes. I will be watching them by myself. So <laughs> save it for July. We can watch it together. We'll watch it on the bikes while riding. <laughs> well, that's on us, us and uh, uh, 99,998 of our closest friends. That yeah. sounds safe. Yeah, the ten hundred thousand people between Ames and Des Moines. Really? Do you think that's a good idea? No. Anyway, um, what are you watching? Well, uh, I was going to do a runway timer on Rue, but I fell asleep, so I'm not <laughs> watching that. 
Amy, on your recommendation, has started watching Will Trent. Okay. Without me, so I have no review there. <laughs> we also watched Picard. Really liked that. Uh, and we finished Clarkson's Farm. So. There you go. Look, look, there we go. Okay. Yep. Just checking all kinds of boxes. Just kind. Of, I'm just kind of reporting at this point. I was so frustrated at one point during Clarkson's Farm with the government in England or the local government. Yes. Kind of making up whatever the hell rules they want to just seemed really unfair. So tune in for that. Yeah. At least I kind of, she had read some headlines, not about the show, but about the things that are going on. So she's like, Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't think this is going to work out the way you think it's going to work out and everything else. So. Yep. On the other side, on the other hand, I'm just, as long as we're doing a Clarkson farm recap, rewatch show. At one point when they were showing at the beginning, all of the people that are going to the farm shop, Lisa's yeah. comment was she's Lisa's comment was like, no, all these people know where he lives too. Like, which made me think as we were looking at all of this and then he, him starting to dress this, it's like, I get that it's a farm shop and it's kind of on the farm or whatever. But realistically, when you look at as much traffic as he was generating, on these very small roads and there's no parking and everything else, you know, if he would have gone to somewhere near like a big a road, it could have been 15 miles away and set up like in a place with, with traffic and parking, like just lease a building and call it your farm shop. Maybe this could have been solved a completely different way and not exposed him to everybody coming to where he lives. Wouldn't have been as good of a TV show though. No, it would not. No, it would not. Because yeah. Caleb won't leave the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Never been on a train. Never been off the ground. Well, his kid's a foreigner. Because he was born in Oxford. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sweet Lord. Yeah. It is funny. It Even with E. Oh, it is funny. Folks, if you're not watching Clarkson's Farm on Amazon Prime, you should. You you really you really should. Did you learn anything? Do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. So, two years ago, we bought a quarter of a cow from Poots Beef. Yes. Uh, last week, our second quarter of a beef was done. Went up to the locker to pick it up. Which, which, by the way, from last week, based on Doug's math, means two years from now, you own a cow. <laughs> no. Two years from now, I own three quarters of a cow. Oh, because it's only every other year. Every I, other yeah. year, I get a quarter of a cow. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. In, another, in another four years, yeah. I will, yes, I will own you, a whole you will, cow. You will. Do you own a cow? I do. Sorry, I derailed you. Okay, so. So as I was going into the locker, there was a sign in the window. <clears throat> the bottom sign, not the top <laughs> sign. I was going to say, there's two signs. There's, there's two, two. There's two signs. Like we, the bottom sign with with a handy uh, logo with a handy clip art piece in in all caps. 
and in bold says, we do not accept wild game in garbage bags. Yep, that's what I learned this week. Do not bring your wild game. If you are going to bring your wild game to the locker, do not do so in garbage bags. Oh, you know what? I know why. You know what? This is part of that. You know, you this is you, you don't want those single use shopping bags, right? Use your use your reusable cloth wild game bag. Clearly, yes. After the first use, you're going to want to wash that because if you're going to keep that around for a while, it gets because it gets gamey. Yeah, yeah. Now, what threw me for a loop was up above, not in all bold, but with an exclamation point, says no whole carcass deer will be accepted. Boneless trim only. Trim your deer first before you bring it to us. Yeah. Wow. Would your did you ask again, this means they've had at least two episodes. Thanks, of, Eli. Of people walking in with a garbage bag with some sort of dead animal that they found or killed or whatever and went, can you take care of that for me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop that. With the intent of having it processed to eat later. Yes. Yes. I want to eat this. Can you do that for me? And you know what they're thinking is, this is not an HBO show. No, no, <laughs> this is. I just, I, you always, you see this and you always think back to the point. And this one's in all black. And again, it has a picture of an arm hold, uh, holding a trash bag. So they're very clear. And by the way, that's, a, that's not a small, when I said grocery bag, this is not, this icon shows like a 55 gallon, yes. like, like yeah. big, the big boy garbage bags, right? The ones you put <laughs> all your leaves in. I just, I just keep thinking back to. At some point, there was a series of incidents that led to this statement. That's it. I'm printing a sign. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thought you'd get a kick out of that. I'm like, oh, wow. They are serious. <laughs> I'm going to have to go find a different locker. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing would be if you're standing out there with like two garbage bags and just like look and go. Oh, oh, drop your head and turn slowly, walk away. <laughs> huh. How about, how about you? <laughs> What'd you learn this week? Well, in, in planning for the, uh, for the talking to Todd con too, we were working on travel plans and we were working on flights and flying into the greater Des Moines metro area. And when I say that, that could be Minneapolis, that could be Omaha, th- that could be Kansas city you know, someplace within a general driving range. And, and while that maybe helped the price of the plane tickets, we then had to rent a car, uh, to, to make it to, um, Des Moines. And they had to be big enough that we could put a, a bike that's going to be in a box in the car. And here's what I learned. I mean, I don't rental car prices are insane. Like I'm just, I don't, Holy crap for like a seven day rental for like a small car. We were looking at seven, eight, nine hundred dollars for a seven day rental. Damn. Yes. To get anything with the letters S or U or V 
anywhere in it, you're now talking 11 to $1,200 for the week. Wow. Like it would be cheaper to buy the car, use it for a week and return it on a seven day money back guarantee <laughs> than it would be to rent. And the most insane part was the prices of, I mean, those were like all in. I found a couple that were like, oh, these are pretty good. And then you click on the thing and then it says, oh, here's all of the taxes, license recovery fee, airport recovery fee, recovery fee, recovery fee, the, the paperwork for the recovery fee. I figured out that on one of the rentals out of Kansas City, the the taxes and fees and the socket to the people from out of town taxes and everything was 48% of the total cost of the rental. Dang, Hertz, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess somebody in Kansas City is going to get themselves a real nice baseball park downtown. So anyway... I guess here's, I've learned two things. One, rental car prices are insane right now. And two, while while you might be taking a shot at the local government in uh, around where Jeremy Clarkson lives in England, like lo- local governments here can also make some really, really odd decisions, especially when it comes to people who don't vote for them. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar and ragbri writer to be Todd Prince wherever you get your pods. Just search Talkin' in the number two. As Yvonne can attest, there's no G and there's no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. You can... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you can do all kinds of things. Mostly, we want to thank our listeners and we want to thank our sponsors. Kind of got lost reading there. I don't know what happened. Thank our listeners and our spot. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Chat GPT. Can you read as well as write? (laughs) (laughs) Talking to Todd. You just why is, there yourself- a, why, why is there a G missing? This makes no sense. This is not logical. That's just stupid. And it's terrible SEO as well. I'll fix it for you. You're going to find yourself a new co-host, aren't you? Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, even though we didn't do their segment this week. And as always, DJ to go Cedar Valley. Send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? You know, I, Amy, Lisa, and I all jumped on your case about six was the best musical in the last 15 years. And what about, what about, what about? Okay. Hamilton was released in 2015. Yes. So if you want to, if you want to amend your statement, here's what you could say. And I think you'd probably be safe with this that six was the best musical that you've seen in the last six years. Yes. It's in the name. They, they were, they were leading you to the answer. You just had to pay attention. And yet I sit corrected.
<sighs> Thanks, guys. Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Could also put that up there. Also <laughs> very good. I don't know that it's better than this, but it can be in the conversation because I really enjoyed that. Okay. Anywho. Yeah. There's lots of, yeah, lots of, lots of good things out there. Go see a show, people. There will inevitably be things that we need to clean up next week. We'll try to do better. <laughs> Probably won't, but we'll try. But, we'll, <laughs> but we're here. We're talking to Todd. That'll teach you for having an opinion about musicals. Any, literally anything. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dwayne, what was the best revival? Nope, nope, not, nope, nope, not touching it. Nope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.